You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What is up, everybody? This is Chris Evans and Taylor Welch from Smartest Guys in Marketing Podcast. And we are so excited to have you back. Today, we are talking about the journey to a seven-figure consultant. Bro. I almost said like eight-figure consultant. You did an intro on me. I did. I said Chris Evans and Taylor Welch. You didn't say how you doing or like... My nephew, like, Taylor Welch. It's like I don't even matter. You do matter. But you're over there like eating fortune cookies right now. Dude, I just... I, I just, just need, ate a fortune I need you to get your. I need you to get your head in the game. I have a, a Trenta double shot right now. Ooh! I'm I like forgot. lit. I'm mad to this. lit right now. Listen to this. Soon, someone will make you very proud. You're that person. <laughs> wow. I'm, I just had this cool wave of gratitude for you and uh, how far you've come over the past two years. We should, just start, we should just start basing our podcast episodes on fortune cookie. Fortunes. Dude, I don't think there's any problem with that. There's nobody doing that right now. Soon, someone will make you very proud. Cool. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into this. We're talking talking about about? the journey to a seven-figure consultant. Uh Uh-oh. So we should probably start with our story. Well, so it was a day, I remember it like clear as yesterday. I was walking down the road and there was this dirty, mangy building. And I went inside and there was all these homeless people. And there, lo and behold, was this young guy who just was down on his luck. He had really nice hair, even as a homeless guy. And I pulled him out of the rubble of life. This is the most politically incorrect. I adopted him. I showed him the ways of the marketing ninjas. Hold on. True story though. I sent an email a couple days ago and I was like, nobody gave Chris and I anything. I was trying to prove the point that like we started from zero and I was like Mm -hmm. a year ago, we were just two homeless guys living in a ditch. Not really. People didn't like that. Really? So they're probably not going to like this either. Oh crap. I wasn't really homeless. You weren't homeless, but you're close to it. So we're talking about how you go from trading time for money and transitioning your business model and growing through our process to hit that seven figure, that elusive seven figure number without having to work yourself to death. Cause we talked to a lot of people and their biggest concern is like, you know, they, they would love to do seven figures, but they don't necessarily believe it's possible without trading away their lives to do it. Yeah. And we take nights off. We take weekends off pretty much every week. We take a half day on Friday. Sometimes we'll take the whole day, take vacation whenever we want. You know, we haven't traded our lives for our business. We've done both. And you don't need some huge staff to do it either. No way. No way. So we're going to tell you guys like the, probably the, the number one key component that you need to build a seven-figure business. But let's just start real quickly with our story, Taylor. Okay. So that we can kind of give everybody a frame of reference what we went through. So yeah. Taylor and I connected on the old Facebook and uh, had some useful relationships. And he was doing a lot of copywriting funnel stuff. I was running a lot of paid traffic. And so Taylor had the idea that we should connect and maybe do some stuff together. And so to make a long story short, worst idea ever. To make a long story short, because we were both doing done for you. We were like in the trenches day and night, you know, working for, for clients. And we wanted to take our abilities and skills and help a lot more people while making more money and actually love what we were doing. Yeah. Right. So we decided to partner together and we 
first step for us was to develop an offer, come up with an offer that we could test to the market, right? So we did that. And we've told you guys this before, if you haven't heard in our recent podcast, you know, we had this massive email list. It was like so, so big. huge. It was like literally like 100 people. It's 113. 113 people. So we just basically sent out an email and said, hey, we're doing this cool thing. Would you want to hop on the phone and see if you, know, if you want to help with this? Basically. Still had all our clients. We're still doing done for you work and all that good stuff. Yeah. So we didn't just totally like abandon what we were doing, right? What was paying the bills. And so we sold a few of those and basically fumbled through the process of delivering our quote consulting package, right? Mm. Anything I missed mm-hmm. so far? No. So then it was like, oh, cool. Like people are actually going to buy this. And so let's start putting time and effort and energy into this. Let's put together a webinar and put some paid traffic to it and then start refining the actual delivery to our clients. So that was the process. And so within, I'd say a month, we had a webinar live, paid ads. And so what we had done is we had self-funded. What we had did. What we had did. Man. See, that's what happens when you go to Nashville. Like you start talking like a hillbilly. What we had done is basically self-funded our traffic campaigns, right? So I didn't pull money out of my pocket. Taylor didn't pull money out of his pocket. We went out, sold it, and had some cash in the bank to put behind paid ads. And so we believe this is the best way to go. Um, And we just started slowly on paid traffic. And it was a beautiful day when we started getting people coming in, booking phone calls and filling out applications saying, hey, I'm interested in that. I I want to know how I can implement that into my business. And then the next step for us was, okay, you know, we're now doing 10 grand, 15 grand, 20 grand a month. Now, how do we really start scaling this? And that's when we decide to abandon everything else in our business and put all of our focus behind launching our quote, high ticket offering. Yeah. Right. So there are obviously a lot of details in there, a lot of failures, a lot of fumbling, a lot of figuring things out, but we did. And I'd say there's one key component. If you want to get to seven figures a year in your consulting business. And we had gotten to seven figures before we had anybody on our team. We were doing $100,000 a month when it was just Taylor and I. And so we'll talk about how you structure this. But Taylor, what is like the one thing, if they don't have this one thing, you know, it'll all fail. Like they'll never get to seven figures. What is that one thing that Um, they must have that is like the crucial foundation? I get it, bro. I, I get what you're it's trying the, to ask me. the one thing. It's I want you to thing. tell me the one thing. I get it. I get it. Which is a great book, by the way. The One Thing by Gary Keller. You guys yeah. should pick that up. I would say it's got to be mindset. That's got to be the foundational thing. Mindset. Um, I don't necessarily think that anybody in the industry is at the level that we are that can actually talk about mindset to the same caliber that we can just because of how much we've been beat up on this. Mm-hmm. And people don't know that because we don't really tell people. But I mean, like, when I was first getting into business, it was so freaking bad. It was awful. My entire goal for like my children and my children's children is to one, make sure they don't find out about this, how <laughs> I got started, and two, to protect them from that. And that's, you know, all kidding aside, we have a bit of a vision and a mission in this business to help people kind of navigate correctly so that they don't hit the same roadblocks <laughs> we did. But you and I both had a horrible time. Like we, we just had this. We're here because we didn't give up, yep. you know? And then when we started Traffic and Funnels, you remember that there was a weekend I was in Dallas and um, you'll remember this. And it's like, we turned our traffic on and everything was going great. And then like all of a sudden it was like 1% conversion. 
and everything broke. And it's like, what in the freaking world? And at that point, we're like the guys, we're running the guru's stuff and we can't even get traffic to convert. Yeah. Like what is wrong? And so I think mindset is probably one of the biggest things and consistency in your mindset. But we can, I don't know how you want to go. We can talk about mindset or we can get more, talk about tactical stuff. Well, this, okay. yeah, there's, this a lot in, there's a lot to unpack in what you've kind of skipped, you know, taken us through in the past five minutes. Yeah, I just wanted to like point out one thing. It's like, if you don't have the right mindset, you will quit, you will give up. Like when we had that like 5% conversion rate, we could have easily just been like, man, this doesn't work. This isn't going to work. Yeah. Right? And we would have stopped. And it's crazy, like even how our people who are in our mastermind still struggle. Like they're making a lot of money, but they still come up against mindset issues. And so that's why I wanted to bring up that point. Like that is the crucial foundational thing that we can talk about you know, in a later episode, but let's get to the three key things they need to have tactically to get to seven figures. Yes, 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 yes. So packaging, modeling, and marketing. These are the three areas, like a triangle. I'll walk through this real fast. And then Chris, you can maybe unpack some of it if I miss it. We had to go through and figure out all of these things separately on our own. But today what we do is we kind of help people tweak these correctly on the front end. So packaging, what is packaging? Packaging is really, you know, when you order, I don't know about you, but like the best thing that I ever get in the mail is Amazon Prime boxes. Oh my gosh, that is literally like my favorite thing ever. It just makes me so pumped up and excited. It's the same emotions that you get when Amazon drops a package off because you know what's inside of it is you're just looking forward to it. You're excited. Yeah. How something is packaged impacts whether someone is excited and looking forward to taking it up, right? Yeah, totally. Um, so the same psychology happens in information, even though it's invisible. It's not an actual box that you're sending people. It's still information packaged in a certain light. And so how you present your offer in relationship and relativity to the person's problem is really, really important. Yes. So... What happens if you don't have your packaging dialed in correctly? The market ignores you. Yep. And you think that you have a traffic issue when really you've got a packaging issue and you might be really good at what you do and have a strong expertise, but you can't communicate it in a way that, that the client feels or the prospect feels like it will help them. Right. And so our package is very simple. It's a workshop and we take clients and we very quickly help tune up all of their systems to get them to 50 K plus per month in paid client acquisition. Yeah. See all that simple, that packaging is very clear. They know exactly what it is they're going to get. You know what you're getting and you know how it, how it helps you. Yeah. Sometimes people mess up on the packaging by it's like they've got 21 different things in it and it's bonuses and it's like so confusing and convoluted. The packaging of that is messed up. That's the first thing. Makes sense? Anything to add to that? It's, no, that's great. I mean, there's, we could obviously like delve really deep into this, but like, the key is not to water down, you know, your packaging, your offer. Yes. Yes. The second is modeling. Modeling, that's what you're doing for clients. And that's really what you just walked people through. You know, the way that we started was this done for you. And that was our model. We traded our time for money. And then from there, we got into where we were doing consulting plus done for you. Mm-hmm. And it was one-on-one consulting. And then from there, we stopped doing done for you. And we were doing one-on-one consulting plus group consulting. Okay. Yeah. And then from there, we got to where we were, we were not really doing as much one-on-one, but we were doing a lot of group. And then we kind of also had the systems and the team built out to facilitate one-on-one without necessarily having to lock a lot of our time down. Yeah. And so there are several nuances and different layers that we went through on our model, but your model is 
if you don't have your model dialed in correctly, you can't hit, you, you'll never hit seven figures because you'll just run out of time. Yep. You can have your packaging down and your marketing great, but if what you're doing requires too much time to make the money you want to make, then you're kind of stuck. Yeah, which that's like, I, I'd say one of the common things we see with experts is they might have a great package, a great offer, but their model is completely broken. Let's give an example. Okay. VA agency. Why is it hard to scale up if you're a VA? Because it's hour-based. Hourly. There's no leverage. Yeah, yeah. And some of this isn't bad. We're just telling you yeah. these, are the, these are the roadblocks that'll keep your throttle from being you know, fully pushed out. What about copywriters? Same thing. Same thing, because it's time-based. Yep. And someone can say, oh, well, as a copywriter, you know, you've also got royalties and you've got all this stuff. Well, that's true. But the way most people are selling copy is they write a piece for a package and they get paid for it. And then they have to go out and get another package. Yep. And then they can't do 10 packages at the same time because they don't have enough time. So unless you're a real, real savvy copywriter who knows how to negotiate rev share deals, this is a harder model to hit seven figures in. Yeah. So model is a big one. You're right. We see it all the time. You have to tweak the model so that you're solving a problem, but you're doing it in a way that's very leveraged. And if you're listening to this and you're like, what does that even mean? Like, I don't, you know, go through it, think about it, but then freaking set up a call with one of us so we can actually, there's no substitute for like getting someone to just say, Hey, here's what I would do if I were you. Yeah. And diagnose where you're at. Diagnose it. Yeah. Don't try to diagnose yourself. The third pillar or the third area is marketing. Let's say your packaging is perfect. You've got great packaging and your model is amazing. You could scale up and not have an issue, Yeah, but you don't have any leads coming in or the leads you get in are crap and they don't trust you and they're all poor. Mm -hmm. Well, you've got a marketing issue. So marketing is really what's going to keep the, you know, that we talk about on a webinar, that faucet effect constantly turned on, you know, where you've got people coming in every single day. How many leads have we done today? Like 60, 70? Yeah, probably close to 100. We're recording this like right after lunch. And so, you know, we've got constant barrage of people because of our marketing who are always coming in and looking at our stuff and asking to have a working relationship, you know? Yep. So packaging, modeling, marketing. Those are kind of the three things you got to dial in. Yeah. So let's talk about where you guys are right now. You're an expert, you're an author. Speaker, I'm in Nashville. Right. Whoever, whatever you do right now, Dude, hold on. Just, I, I just feel like I just feel like you need to loosen up a little bit. No, I, I'm going to help these people get results. So, <laughs> all right, let's go. So, let's identify where you guys are at. You know, look at your packaging. Is your offer high value? Can it really help someone get a major result? Right. right. You can. And is it clear? Is it simple? It doesn't have to be something that is a lot. Does not mean it has to be. You know, the the value of it is not directly related to like how much stuff you have. True. <laughs> it's true. It's actually the opposite. The less stuff you have, usually the more valuable it is because it means the problem is more potent. So imagine if you take your car into the shop and the guy, the mechanic that is fixing your car, you recognize him because he's also the neurosurgeon you saw when you took your father in to have brain surgery. You would freak the crap out. There is danger in trying to achieve mastery in too many areas. Yeah. And the same thing is true with your offer and your offer has got to be very potent and very specific or it's not going to take off. Yep. On the model, here's one thing that we didn't really dive into, Okay, but it's your, how much you're charging. It is astonishing how many experts undercharge. 
for the actual mm-hmm. value that they can help people get. Yeah. Like that's a major leverage point. People come in and that's a lot of times one of the first things we'll do is we'll have them raise their prices. Yeah. Because they're bringing huge value to the marketplace. But it's not um, just raising your prices. It's, it's also raising their prices at the same time as like retuning parts of their offer. Yeah. Uh, because what I hate more than anything else is when somebody goes out and they just like, well, I'm just going to multiply my prices by 10 and they're selling something that really is worth 2000 for 20,000. Yes. Yeah, like, sucks. Well, obviously, so that's going to, you know, with that being said, you know, obviously we mean that, but um, yeah, that's pretty huge. Yeah. So mindset. Mindset. You have it written down three times here, which obviously means it's important. To yeah. Talk about. I thought about writing it down six times, but yeah. Yeah, I think, um, so the first step in creating a mindset that's going to get you to seven figures is one, believing that it's possible. You have to believe that it's possible for you to do hundred grand a month before you're ever going to get there. But that is the first step. So how do you do that? Well, you hang around people who are already doing it, right? Yeah, yeah. it's normalization. Yeah. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but the fastest way really to get anything you want is normalization. It's by spending time around people for whom what you want is normal. So if your health, if you want to get in better shape, you want to get healthy like me, then you need to hang out. That's supposed to mean I don't want to be healthy. No, I mean, it's like, if you want to get healthy like me, like you want to be like me. What'd you just have for lunch? (laughs) If you want to get healthy, you got to spend time around and listen to podcasts and listen to people who value health. If you want to make a lot of money, you got to get around people who make a lot of money. Someone told me this when I was first starting. He's like, if you want to make a million dollars, then you got to hang out with people who, if they only made a million dollars, they'd be embarrassed. They wouldn't want anyone, anyone to know. Yeah. And so with us, it started where we were like, well, shoot, we got to go hang out with some millionaires. And to the point now where it's like, we're, we're trying to find people who do 20 million a year, 30 million a year and spend time yeah. with them because that's our next level. And it's like, we're constantly reaching out and finding people who are at that next level, developing relationships with them so that it becomes normalized to us. And that's a major key to your mindset, your environment and normalizing. I think the other thing to add with mindset, and then we can wrap this, this episode up is consistency of mindset mm-hmm. beats everything else. So sometimes we'll see people and we'll, we'll even have clients who come through and for the first seven days, they have the best mindset in the world. Like they're unstoppable. The problem is nothing really can happen in seven days. Yep. Sometimes it does. Sometimes people are primed up. We had a guy named Adam. And he came in and he did like 18 grand in the first 22 hours or something that happens. But you got to know like your mindset is a long game. And the first time something bad happens to them, they're down. It's like over, you know? And so it's better to build those consistent practices. Like we talk about with the morning formula and waking up and doing the same thing every day. That's why you'll see athletes who, when, you know, you'll see them do the same thing every time they shoot and they'll make the same sign every time they make a basket. And they're building this routine into their lives so that their your mental state follows your physical state. Mm. And so for us, at least, it's really important. Like pretty much every day I'm starting at the same time and I'm starting at the same way. Mm. Because if I'm not the same version of Taylor every time I come to the office, we're in trouble. You'll be very disappointed. You'll, my dad will be disappointed in me. Yep. Exactly. What else, man? Yeah, I'd say one thing is those things can get you really far. And you can definitely venture out on your own. But the quickest way to get there is having a coach, having yeah. a mentor, having someone who's walked through the fire that can hold your hand because you're like going to constantly be up against it. You know, you're going to constantly be dealing with the mindset issues. So having people around you that have been through it 
is going to be the highest percentage chance of success for you. Yep. Definitely. So definitely I would encourage you to get someone to walk with you. Cool. That's it. Guys, for more info on this, check out our consulting bundle. Cause we talk about a little bit of, uh, of what we talked about today in regards to the journey and the process and the different models, trafficfunnels.com slash gift G I F T. And just so you guys know, that was my idea to do that for you guys. <laughs> it's totally not, but Hey, what are we talking about next time? I have no idea. If you guys but have I know questions, it's be amazing. If you guys have any questions that you want us to answer, then uh, just comment on this episode, either on the blog or go to iTunes. And then maybe we'll just pick a random question and talk about that. Yeah. And we'll plan out the next one better. All right, guys. Adios. See you guys. This is the podcastfactory.com.